Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue is an unusual one for most of our readers because when they see it hit the stands it's not about a news story but about celebrities. Now Forbes India is known for its lists as in the rich list or the leadership awards or more recently the philanthropy awards and to talk about this issue's cover that is the celebrity 100 special edition joining me on the phone is Charles Assisi the executive editor and for the first time we have Deepak Ajwani director online operations at Forbes India hi Deepak Charles good morning abhishek pleasure to talk to you again once again good morning good morning great pleasure abhishek thanks deepak you make your debut and what took you so long you are the you're the social media guy at forbes india and it's taken you two two and a half years to come onto a podcast <laughs> thanks i'm not the social media guy we actually for social media editor i handle the digital operations but uh, yeah it's been it's been one hell of a ride <laughs> since we began all the online operations podcast and all of that thankfully this time i uh, was the project editor for a interesting a very very interesting project which is the celebrity 100 list it was a big challenge and great to have that that's the first question that i had what is forbes india doing in the celebrity space it is known to cover stories in business uh, you you guys put out politicians on the front page we once upon a time had rajasthan cricket academy on the front page and now the celebrities what is this issue about abhishek uh, to put it simply you know when we started looking around at the landscape one thing that occurred to us is that you know there is a certain way in which uh, celebrities are looked at and they're looked at for pure vicarious pleasure in terms of what is it that they're doing who is it that they're dating where is it that they've been seen what are the kind of clothes they're wearing you know stuff like that but the question that occurred to our minds is that you know when you are a celebrity how do you get to be a celebrity and for heaven's sake i mean what does it take to get there to be there now quite obviously you've got to be an incredibly smart person to get to where you are and to build the kind of uh, network the kind of value that you have the kind of branding so obviously there is a fine mind which is clicking up there and this at the end of the day don't forget it's business so that's what god is interested now it's not unique to forbes india itself i mean it's part of a larger global property that forbes us has that our american counterparts have been doing very successfully across the years and that's why we decided to jump into it so we thought let's go about this in a systematic in as methodical a way at the end of the day don't forget that entertainment is just one component of being a celebrity i mean there are so many parts to it whether there be sport whether the writers or the authors producers so there are so many parts to it so all of them form an economy and that's a huge economy and uh, that's why we decided to get into the space if i to add to what charles is saying we've always talked about entrepreneurs but there are enough entrepreneurs in the creative economy space which is the media and entertainment space and more so entertainment when it comes to the list that we've uh, just brought about at one end it's not completely devoid of what forbes does which is covered on the entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial capitalism and this is another new space which we have looked in forbes india you know altogether right now first time but forbes in the us has been doing it for many many years but deepak let's say talking about net worth of businessmen which you can put a number to in india unlike in the west or you you mentioned about forbes us now there you have studios where if you are talking about entertainment you have a 20th century fox but although we are moving towards a studio culture it's all fragmented or unorganized so what was the method that you chose while shortlisting those 100 celebrities why does an amitabh bachchan make to the list and let's say an asiruddin shah doesn't 
So we will begin with looking at how the Forbes US does in terms of its methodology. And the methodology is pretty clear and simple. There are only two large parameters which could further be broken down, but largely it's two things. One, the earnings estimates of the celebrities. Part two is the fame that they accrue. Taking these two into account, we tabulated their numbers. Earnings is fairly clear how much you earned in the defined period that we chose, which is from the October 2011 to September 2012. And then we tabulated fame, which is a trickier part also because fame is further divided into various divisions of press ranks, how much of press coverage you've got, newspaper articles, magazine articles, how much of web rank do you have in terms of digital presence on the site, and then what's your social rank, so how many Twitter followers you have, how many Facebook followers you have, the fourth component was awards. So these parts put together formulated a fame count, and then there was the money, which earnings rank. So there's a money rank and fame rank put together, lots of celebrity hundred. On the part of the industry is fragmented, i sure I agree. Today at the stage of evolution that we are in media entertainment space, especially in the film world, there is quite a lot of gray areas. Deals are done which we would never come to know. But there is an attempt also to corporatize and, you know, get some method into the madness that the industry currently is. The presence of, you know, three to four studios like Viacom, Fox, which is with Foxstar, Viacom is Viacom 18, Paramount. Many of these studios have now entered India and thereby made an attempt to organize the industry, which is doing a lot good to the industry, as we found out when we talked to a lot of producers in the fraternity. I'd just like to button with one small little thing is that, you know, we worked with a clutch of knowledge partners who measure a whole lot of uh, the parameters that Deepak spoke about. And the entire process was audited at the end of the day by Ernst & Young. So if Ernst & Young told us that in going through this, you know, you haven't run it past three independent people, therefore it doesn't make the cut, fine. You go back to the drawing board and either try to get three independent people who can authenticate or verify your numbers or you know, you just have to drop it. That's a lot of work then, back and forth, to come up with a list which is as scientific as it can get. Uh, True, yes, because I, uh, I agree. Deepak and this team have put in uh, incredible <laughs> num- hours of work, and I don't know how Deepak <laughs> is on this call yet. <laughs> yeah, like Charles was saying, we couldn't have achieved this without the partners that we, you know, had the support of. People like LexisNexis, Percept Talent Management, Tam Icona. Starving Dreams Talent Management Agency, IndianTelevision.com, TeleChakkar.com, and uh, Nielsen Bookscan. A host of all these partners who have enough amount of data with them, who measure and track celebrities, they helped us tabulate exactly how many articles and what kind of fame rank you know people have, as well as what endorsements people right now in the market have, what how much they charge. And all of this was put into Excel sheet and algorithm, which we have in the Forbes US, was put through. And all the data was verified by Ernst & Young. And like Charles said, if there was any data missing, we'd go back, get another source. All the sources are verified to the last detail, cross-checked whether they said it or not. It's an extensive process, but you have to get it right before you announce the list. Because even at the last minute also, even a small change in a fame rank or an earning rank, can completely change the look of the list. And it did happen a couple of times. We almost arrived at the 
top 100 eight times it was the ninth time possibly that we got it entirely right so what are the names that make on the list and who is the celebrity that you put on the front page shahrukh khan tops the entire list of celebrity 100 there was a close competition between him and salman khan to be honest salman still continues to be the top of the chart on same rank it's where money rank is concerned shahrukh trounces salman entirely the 202 crores that he runs in the time period that we calculated versus Salman Khan, who makes around 140 crores. So that's where Shah Rukh scores and he tops the list. What is remarkable also is that of the 202 crores that Shah Rukh makes, almost 150 crore comes from his endorsements. He endorses 23 brands. And only about 52 crores comes from his film revenue. So that's an interesting pattern that we see and which has emerged over the years. It was always known that it was the lead female actress who make a lot of money through endorsements and not much money through film. They always claim to be underpaid when it comes to films. But when we saw this, we realized that even the male actors today, that's a reality that they get paid much more on the endorsement count than their movies because they barely do a movie or two a year. So the film is their platform to get much more money and fame through endorsement. And Charles, you and Deepak both, you had a chance to interview Shah Rukh Khan for this story. Uh, how was that experience? I read in the letter from the editor that he made you wait for nine hours, but it was worth the wait. How did it go about the interaction? We didn't wait for nine hours exactly. Uh, we waited for a little longer than that. I think we spent one whole day because we were told that we'd have to make it at a 2-1 notice. And it kept happening, so that was one part of it. So I think we spent one whole day with nothing happening. And then when we were finally told, I think, you know, that it's time to come over. And so that was on another day, and we reached there at 3 o'clock, and Shah Rukh Khan uh, walked in about five hours late. In business journalism, we're used to, you know, on the outside being late by not more than five minutes or ten minutes on the outside if you're going to meet somebody, and you know, like it is. In this case, it was, uh, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous, and I think we were beginning to lose our head. And there is no other way to put it. But we said, hey, we're here, so we might as well wait. But that said, once Shah Rukh Khan came in, it was almost like a military blitz in terms of the charm offensive that he launched. We completely forgot that he had made us wait for as long as he did. And and uh, to be honest, we were eating out of his hands at some point. Because he's given a million interviews, Charles. He's got the charm and the wit to humor the journalists or to get them to his side. Did you fall for it then? We meet people who give interviews, a lot of interviews, all right? And uh, if I may pardon my expression, you know, our bullshit detectors are very high. So so we kind of know when a person is saying whatever. In Shah Rukh Khan's case, he was extraordinarily charming. And uh, that is true of, uh, of the entertainment business. I mean, they are here to charm you. Our detectors went down, I must confess. For some time, and it was. It took us a few minutes. I don't know, for 15, 20 minutes. It's an, this isn't quite working, you know. Right. Uh, this guy has said this before. Knowing how temperamental and all of that, we can get. We were gentle, and you know, our job is to prod and push. I'm sure you understand that part of it. So we were just generally just prodding and pushing. And to be fair to Shah Rukh Khan, he spoke extremely articulately. Anybody who thinks that these are people in the entertainment business who just talk through their hats. I must say that they don't know what they're talking about. Yesterday, for instance, I had a meeting with uh, K.V. Kamath, the former chairman of ICICI Bank. And uh, as things turn out, Shah Rukh turns to K.V. Kamath, for instance, for advice. And I told K.V.K. that, that uh, 
Shahrukh spoke that he turns to you for advice oftentimes. And uh, he laughed and he said, yes, uh, he is one of the most intelligent guys I've met in a long time. He understands his limitations, Shahrukh, and he uh, goes across, you know, he hops away. He has got access by being the kind of brand that he is. So he goes to a Mukesh Ambani and, you know, tries to learn from him. He goes to a Kumar Vidla and tries to learn from him. He goes to a Rajiv Bajaj, whom he holds in high esteem for what he has done. And he goes to him for advice. So let's say we came back very, very impressed. And I must say that though we've seen a lot of people and uh, we've interviewed a lot of people in our careers, this was one of those times when, you know, at the end of the interview, you know, all of us wanted to get a picture taken with him, his <laughs> autograph signed. Because honestly, this was charm at its best. And it took us about 72 hours after that to realize that, hey, now the effects have worn out. Let us sift what he said from you know, what the story really is on hand and and try to tell the story as it is, which is what we attempted to do. And like Charles said, yes, there is definitely a very, very sharp and a smart guy inside there who knows what he's doing and which did come out eventually. So initially there were platitudes and initially there was the regular stuff. But eventually, yes, it did make a lot of sense, at least in his business plan, because that's what we were there to listen to. Whether he has a plan, he has so many businesses now that are beginning and he has some more that will happen in future is there a plan or is he just trying his luck to do some kind of business because in our estimate he has just four or five more years to remain the king khan and then at some point he'll get challenged by the new generation in bollywood and then where does shahrukh khan go from here so does he have a plan for all those businesses how he's going to take it he did give us a fair bit of idea on why he's doing what he's doing and what's the plan ahead right and you spoke about generations. Last couple of questions that I have. The Celebrity 100 list, it covers quite a few generations in the sense that it has someone like Burman Irani in it too, uh, who started pretty late and is a brilliant actor. 63 movies is what I read in 10 years. That's a lot. What are some of the other names that make it in the list, not just from the acting field, like Charles mentioned, music, books, authors, and stand-up comedians as well, right? Sure, sure. So there's a huge set of celebrities that we covered because we were actually covering eight categories of celebrities. So apart from Bollywood actors, we had TV personalities, we had sports people, we had musicians, singers, directors, authors, comedians, models. All of these have been covered. And in terms of stories, we've done stories on Bhaman Irani, we've done a story, interesting story on Anurag Kashyap and how he's realized that he need not get into everything that is coming to him, but focus on creativity and direction, and that's what his plan is ahead. Then there's another story on Vidya Balan and Kareena Kapoor, written by Gulpanal, where she explores whether the stereotyping of the moment a female lead actress in Bollywood gets married, is her career finished, or is there an afterlife after? Will Vidya Balan break that stereotype? Will Kareena Kapoor, who's also just got married to Saif Ali Khan, break that stereotype image and still continue to get good movies, good roles? There's a very interesting article on that. On the sports front, we have an article by Akash Chopra on the brand Dhoni. And then one of our colleagues, Shravan Bhatt, has written on how Jeev Milka Singh is preparing for his career ahead. He, unfortunately, Jeev Milka Singh got injured in an incident and thereby he's changing lanes. He's preparing himself for a new career in the business of golfing and setting up academies and various other businesses. So that's an interesting aspect into Jeev Milka Singh. Also, Charles and I met Karan Johar to explore 
what is happening with the new generation of Bollywood that's coming up. And Karan has played a major role uh, with his movie Student of the Year, where he's introduced a completely new set of stars, including Alia Bhatt and various others. And what is the new generation of Bollywood thinking, feeling, how do they behave? Do they have an edge over the existing set of stars, the three Khans and Akshay Kumar, which is an interesting insight. Charles, you want to share what uh, Karan talked about? I'll just tell you that the reason we went to Karan Johar is because uh, he has uh, had a fabulous view, to answer your question about different generations, he's had a fabulous view uh, from the time he was a young boy growing up in a family of filmmakers to see actors uh, and uh, celebrities across various generations. So that's why we went to him to get a perspective on what the next generation would be like. And uh, he articulated for us very, very clearly what the next generation of actors are going to be like. And I must say, we were very, very impressed with Karan Johar. And uh, unlike uh, most of the other celebrities, he didn't keep us waiting even for a single minute. I mean, he was extremely punctual, absolutely punctual. So very impressed with him. And I urge so, everybody to uh, read uh, what Karan has uh, spoken to us about. Uh, gives a fabulous view. Right. And this issue hits the stands uh, over the weekend, right, Deepak, on Saturday? It yeah, hits the stands in Bombay on Saturday and uh, on Monday across the nation. But I'd also like to tell people there's another very interesting story on Salman Khan, the, the bung of the Bollywood industry. He's given the biggest hit this year with Ekta Tiger, and there's a very, very interesting story that we also met Salman Khan, who ranks number one on the fame count in our list. And there's a fascinating piece on how he has taken his career in the last four years. He's delivered one after the other hits. And what makes Salman Khan? There is definitely a reason why his career has taken complete change for the good and the kind of movies that he's doing, which is another interesting piece, which I wouldn't divulge much and urge the readers to pick up the copy and read it. One other article which is very interesting is on who will take the Rajni throne, which is the Rajni Khan. There are a very interesting set of actors in the South which are vying for Rajnikanth. That's another good read. And will this be a recurring issue? Now, you will have to work your ass off again this time next year? Oh, yes. Uh, this is going to be a property that uh, we believe will be as big as the India Rich List that we do every year. And uh, there is a, clearly there's a lot of interest in this. And this is something that we are going to expand and we're going to make it bigger and brighter and better, as they say in the movie industry. <laughs> right. Nicely put. I think on that note, it's time to wrap up. Thank you very much in, at early morning, both Deepak and Charles. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much, Abhishek. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com and search us on iTunes. It's free. Go to the top right window and search for Forbes India. And to have... Someone call you from Forbes for a subscription. Just message Forbes to 51818.